Yo, what's up? It's Douglas Jessup, the social justice advocate. <clears throat> it's been a minute since I've recorded a podcast. And, uh, well, I'll record one right now. You know, I've been talking about my journey. I've been talking about what it's like for me to be unlawfully incarcerated. And, and then I also just talked about the methods and the tactics that I've had to overcome and also identify to survive. Um... You know, and then I'm also identifying the, the the motives, the incentives, and agendas, and just all of that, all of that that I've learned. So for anybody that's you know that listens to my podcast, you know, be very grateful, be extremely grateful because what you're getting and what I'm giving you is like a law course of the most like elite and corrupt and all of that, because that's all that I've I've gone through. I was, you know, I was unlawfully incarcerated and. Mainly the biggest reason why, you know, you know, I wrote this in a rap recently and inside of the rap, what I wrote was, uh, um, what I wrote inside the rap was that, uh, oh, the pop- popo snitches is what I said. I said the popo snitches are hating me because they know that I don't fit. And what I meant by that is because, I mean, it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to like kick it with me for for. A little bit, or even to see to see that, like, I'm not with the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, and what I mean by I'm not with the bullshit, meaning that I'm not like, I'm, I, I'm just not with bullshit, man. You know, like, life is about progressing and becoming a better individual. It's not about becoming worse. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's about becoming better, and that's something I've actively followed, um, and I've gotten better as I've gotten older. I'm a grown ass man. I think a lot of people don't understand that, like. I'm a really grown-ass man, so, um, <clears throat> um, I was in a relationship, this is kind of like a background, like, I was in a relationship for 16 years, uh, had a house, or more like, had a house with, for about 10 years, um, I eventually left that relationship, and the reason why I left that relationship, just because it was toxic all around, um, yeah, and then just my family dynamic. But when I ended up getting unlawfully incarcerated, it, it happened to me twice for the same occasion. But when when I was unlawfully incarcerated the second time, I was actually pushing 30 years of it, or I actually was 30. I, I, so I was <clears throat> so I was 30 years of age when, when this actually happened the second time. Uh, you know, and uh, I, was a, I was actually an elders quorum instructor when this happened. You know, the person that I am now to where I am, to where it was about seven years ago, actually more than that, is vastly different. You know, and, and, and mainly the difference is, is I'm not nowhere near naive. And then I'm far more emotionally uh, stable because there's a lot of, I've, I've gone through a lot, um, a lot of trauma that I eventually would have healed. And, you know, because I was already that type of individual that I actively sought out, like, um, therapy, just different things, man, so I could really address the the, the deep traumas in my life. I, like I have, I have, you know, really hardcore things have happened to me, and I've been through a lot of extreme shit. So, anyways, so when I was unlawfully incarcerated, I think some of the things I want to highlight is how I was able to, you know, kind of spot, uh, you know, the game, so to speak. One of the main things about the game, I would say, and uh, and getting set up by the police and then them trying to 
not them trying to, but like them actually actively acting out, you know, different methods and setups to get me killed. That's literally, it's not, that's not a joke. Um, I think a lot of people underestimate that. But, you know, was was to use informants, you know, and with me, it was easy to, for me to spot inside of prison because I didn't, nobody knew me. I didn't know anybody, you know what I'm saying? And, and how cards do it is they, they whisper into the ear of their informants and incite them. So in, in the law, I'm also I'm studying law right now, but I'm like to actually just become a, a, a true attorney. And But like um, when I was incarcerated, uh, what is that? Oh, so in, in law, one thing that's illegal and, and are, is disqualifies things is called inflammatory statements. So whenever somebody's making an inflammatory statement inside of trial, they'll object and say, hey, object, um, inflammatory. Inflammatory means that they use words and statements to incite emotion. And the reason why they're doing that to incite emotion is to get a person to think irrationally. That's that's a major reason why people um, get other individuals to think, emo- like it's caught in their emotions. Um, is so they can actually act out. So like if we're to... What, if we're to break down prejudice, right? Prejudice is somebody having a false assumption of another individual and treating them discriminatory, even to the extremes. So with me and the prejudice I was facing, well, uh, the prejudice I was facing was being incited by the, by the guards and by the courts. And the reason why the courts were doing it is so they can actually cover up what, was, what they knew, that they messed up that bad with me. Right, so it was, just, it was like I said, it was very clear cut and dry, very, very, very simple. Um, the actual incident in my case was actually it was just me and my dad. So like, from me and my dad, it got flipped into like you know this really psychotic thing. And to substantiate that, what you need to do is create an intent and create motive of why this individual did that. So with me to to flip it, of oh no, this guy actually. You know, because in my case, what happened is I actually want to take I want to take my life. So and so in, in order for them to change the fact that, you know, I actually attempted suicide, you know, because I was being abused, they flipped it and they flipped it entirely. They, they flipped it to, oh, no, he wasn't being abused. He's just a very aggressive guy. He's mean. He's, you know, et cetera, et cetera. He's just very volatile. He's a ticking time bomb. You know, they did the whole nine. They hit me with all of that. You know what I'm saying? Difference is, in my case, they hit me with that and, I, and without showing me it. Your, your attorney's supposed to step in in that case. And in my case, I got royally fucked over. To the point where they set up, set me up the second time. So it was, like, thoroughly planned out maliciously. Like, and you can prove it all. And, like, um, it's hardcore. And, like, and now, as if that wasn't enough, um... The tactics of me being able to spot and see informants when I was incarcerated, you know, that when it followed me outside, you know, when it followed me outside of being incarcerated, um, to my personal life, just out here and just in the real world, that was a, that was hardcore. And it still is, it still is hardcore. All of this is hardcore, you know, and it's like, um, but I've already survived it, you know, and 
So I continue to survive it. And one thing I don't talk about enough, and, and the reason why I don't talk about this as much is because I, it's it's something that's sacred to me and it's, it empowers me entirely. Is, you know, one thing that keeps me going and through all of this is, is Jesus Christ. Like, I've always had a strong relationship with him. If you're to talk to anybody that actually really knows me, well, knows the learning curve that happened when I was in middle school from now. You know, like they would say, no, Doug really does know the Lord. You know, and I do. Like in my life, it was just something that really came into me early. You know, and I started to own it as I got older. So, you know, like I said, when this happened, I was actually the second time. You know, actually the first time too. But the first time I let go, you know. So, but the second time it happened, um, I, w I was an elders quorum instructor. So I was a Sunday school teacher. Pretty much I taught scriptures. You know, and uh, I'm happy because I'm I'm actually getting I'm able to teach some more scriptures. You know, uh, my unlawful incarceration was a spirit was actually a very spiritual experience for me. You know, because in that time frame, it it showed me a lot. The Lord really showed me a lot about myself, a lot of strengths that I didn't want to acknowledge. You know what I mean? Like, and and one of the main ones for me was this, like, and this is on a personal note, obviously, but you know, one of them was the fact that I was a leader. I've always been the dude that kind of didn't want to be a leader. Just be, and the reason why I didn't want to be a leader, because some people, you know, talk about the imposter syndrome. That's not what I was dealing with. It's annoying. Like to be absolutely honest, I've been I've been popular like my entire life, and that's annoying. <laughs> people act weird about it. You know, your friends act all weird about it. People want it from you, like they want to take it from you, because people see it as power. They feel they feel like, oh, if I'm just this, if I have this fame or this popularity, all my problems will be solved. That's not the case. It's annoying, man. You know, I wrote a song called I Am Me. That song, I Am Me, I'm talking about, I actually dedicated that song to my dad. They actually suppressed that part, too, because that would have very cleared up that fact that I don't hate my dad. You know, but like, um, but in that song, you know, I Am Me, I, I talk about, uh, well, I talk about, I talk about a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? I, I talk about, you know, um, well, but particular to the context of what I'm talking about right now, you know, I talk about, you know, everything's being watched, you know, they're watching with the, you know, with their glasses on. I mean, the magnifying glasses, what I meant by that. And, you know, criticizing your every move. What I'm talking, I'm talking about being popular. Like, and when you're being popular, people are trying to actually shape you into what they want you to be. That's what I'm talking about. That's what that song, like, that's the context of the song. And then like, I go more into that song of I Am Me. And the second verse is actually dedicated to my dad. And that was just simply me talking about, like, you know, like... Because my, my family, like, they didn't have the, you know... Like, my family's hood, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, they we all come from the same gutters, man. You know, and the hoods are extreme. They don't teach you best habits. They teach you the worst. You know, and... um, You know, so... But even even with that, you know, like... I was able to perceive through, you know, everything I've gone through and, and recognize somewhere, you know what I mean? There was, there was love, you know, so anyways, yeah, so me talking about that. So like being unlawfully incarcerated was a very spiritual experience for me, you know, it was, you know, beyond me, you know, the Lord showing me how strong I am as a person, how powerful I am as an individual. And I mean that as far as like natural abilities that I have, you know, that people make and create empires off of, like, you know, and I have like multiple, you know, like 
gifts and stuff and like freaking you know beyond that the lord started showing me more of that like yo you know what this isn't this isn't just about you look at the rest of the people you know and you know i was a law clerk intentionally and just just being honest i became the law clerk i didn't become the law clerk to help anybody else out that wasn't my my intention behind it. My intention was to become the law clerk while I was incarcerated simply so I could actually, uh, well, just get myself out. You got to I mean? Figure out what was happening because it was like very easy for me to prove that. Yo, look it. You guys fucking lied about everything. Why was it easy? Because they lied about everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like you need evidence to back this shit up. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so if you you don't have anything and you're banking off the fact that I was mentally incompetent when he put this shit together. So you're like, oh, he ain't never going to he ain't never going to even know this or even see it. He's never going to challenge it. Do you know what I'm saying? You don't have to back it up. But then all of a sudden, when not the person is now speaking up against it. Yeah, you do have to back it up. And that's a big fucking problem. Do you know what I'm saying? So like with me, that's exactly what happened. And it happened because I was unlawfully incarcerated. I wasn't able to see like my case. And so I was like, and so I was incarcerated and or unlawfully incarcerated, thrown in prison because I was in, I was incarcerated twice for this. Like first time was jail. I got released and the second time was prison, you know, so. And because my truth is such a simple truth, like there's not much to it. It's just it just simply is what it is. That's why a lot of these extra things sort of being attached to me, you know, so. But yeah, um, so that was a spiritual part of like it was, a, it was just a very spiritual journey for me. So to show me other people's battles and other, other, what else was happening, you know, and um, then I was just saying real heroes, man, you know, it, like I'm writing about it, too. But like I seen for real heroes, like in like real heroes right now that are in prominent, like well, the most prominent positions, you know, that was extremely inspiring, you know, and those are individuals I really do. I am very grateful. And one day I may be able to tell them. You know, that like, yo, I want you to understand that when I seen that, that really made me go like, oh, I'm a fucking, I'm going to do that. Do you know what I'm saying? And it was just individuals that really went after people that was attacking the hoods from high positions and ripping people off and taking their homes. You know, and like, for me personally, I was just like, that shit's lit. You know, and like, um, you know, so like the spiritual journey, it showed me that. You know, it showed me the fact that, nah, you're a leader in this. You know, and... You know, so, and that's mainly the reason why, like, I've, you know, when people wonder, like, you know, because if it, if it was another thing I get attacked with also, you know, because now, like, is that people are like, oh, well, he does, you know, he's doing this just because he wants to, it's all about clout for him. Absolutely, it's not about clout for me. I can't fucking stand clout. I don't like attention, you know, like, and I don't like attention. From, it's not because of some weird shit. Like I said, it's the whole popularity thing. People get weird, man. You see people, you could be, like... You kick it with somebody when it's just you and them, right? And they are the coolest people. All of a sudden, you get around a whole bunch of people. They fucking transform, like transformers and shit. Like, they're just whole different persons. Like, bro, why are you acting fake now? Do you know what I mean? Like, and you look around us, oh, he's trying to act cool. But, bro, like, don't you recognize being, like, fake is the biggest thing that's, that's the most unappealing thing there is? You know? So it's like, you know, granted... You know, society has really pushed the narrative to make people become more, uh, more like, more, well, more like, like, you know, everybody is have starting, is, is starting to conform, you know, not in a good way, 
You know, you have to really learn how to think for yourself in this world. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't be able to survive everything that I have gotten through, like, if it wasn't, you know, for me thinking on my own, too. Like I said, the person I was about seven, eight years ago, like, was vastly different than the person I am now. That's growth, you know, and but it wasn't but what was different was that I was very naive back then. You know, I always had that mentality that, oh, well, this person thinks like me because, you know, and that's that's kind of a natural that actually almost is the natural default way of thinking of this person thinks like me. And it's like, no, you have to assess where the person's at and see how they think. You know, with me, it's like the reason why so much actually happened because I didn't think that, like, you know, people would really be that bad or be that evil and throw me that far under the bus, you know, by fabrications and stuff. I didn't expect any of that. Then I, for damn sure, didn't expect, like, the fucking, you know, the court system, you know, to screw me over the way they did. You know what I'm saying? None of that. Like, I didn't expect any of that. That's why I didn't challenge it until I was, like, unlawfully incarcerated. Like, I didn't, you know, I didn't, you know. So, so that was, like, me in there. The other part that's been crazy is that, like, you know, since I've come out, it's, it's followed me, you know. And, you know, it's followed me out here. You know, and it's the same same tactics. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody out here knew me. They still don't. People in these hoods still don't really know me per se besides the things that they do see and they can see which is like you know like I was on Fox News I was on LA Times you know and I'm just out there just helping the community you know and then not only that like I'm part of ACLU reports I'm a lot of I'm I'm involved in a lot of different things and it's all about social justice reform because like I said this this pathway of being a leader in this social justice realm I didn't pick it you know I was thrown in the middle of it and I can, when I was thrown in the middle of it, I, I was able to see clearly why. It's like, oh, I see. You know, like, um, I was like, I was picked for this. The reason why I was picked for this is because I can actually get this, I can actually accomplish what needs to be done. And what, what needs to be done, I have to rise above all the hate that's happening. And I have, you know. But like, you know, out here, like, uh, you know, I talked about. You know, the, the whole retaliation, the sheriffs and stuff and their informants and, you know, and it goes to the music industry. You know, like the music, like it is actually part of the documents of <laughs> me talking about the music industry because I had an A&R. I just got a manager that was an A&R at a, at a big record label at, you know, at, at the time. And like, so they would be directly tied into this no matter how you try to shake that up. You know, there's no there's no way you can shaking that one up. You know, so, um, so yeah, I, I faced that being targeted in that, you know, and, and I speak on the truth that I speak on, which is simply like, yo, you know what, why is everybody killing, like, stop killing each other. It's not on some kumbaya shit. It's just reality, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, the fuck are you killing people for? You know what I'm saying? The reason why policies are so hard to change is because, like, when you get into the gist of it, into the midst of it, in the middle of it, in the meat of it, and you start talking about like, yo, we need help over here in the hoods. We need help in the marginalized communities. And, you know, we are not these bad, bad men that you're portraying us to be. You have like a few people acting like idiots and then you blame the rest of us. Blame us, throw us all in the same boat. You know, it's like whatever you like. That, that's such a double standard because it's like you talk about equity because first off, a lot of people, there are some people, the people that are fighting against criminal justice reform, they don't believe in equality. 
they believe in equity, though, especially when they think about, you know, capitalism and et cetera, et cetera. So it's like, okay, well, if you believe in equity, then why don't you give us equity? Why don't you do that? Why didn't you give me equity and actually give me the most basic shit of my rights to let me look at the fuck what was happening or put somebody as an advocate for me in my life rather than saying, like, fuck him, too. You know, let's just let's just screw him over. We're going to be able to get a Hollywood case out of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's, you know, the things that I've, I've been following, man, like I've been encountering is it really is the devil, man. There's no way around it. There's no way around that. You know, that's some evil shit that I've been going through. I don't cry about it, even though it will fucking break people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't cry about it. I just get through it, man. I walk with my head high. I ain't scared. I'm not a scary person. I'm not stupid either, man. I've I've recognized that, okay, well, sheriff retaliation now ties to this. Then I also, like I said, like, this was actually told to me by somebody that's a songwriter for somebody, for actually a lot of big pop art. It was not pop, like... It's a songwriter for a lot of famous artists. And she actually told me, this person actually told me, was that uh, she was like, yo, you need to be mindful of your story. Be mindful of your story because people will steal your story. You know, when they're like people, be mindful of your story, people will steal it. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why they'll steal it is so they can take it and run with it. And that's there's many examples of that. There just simply is in Hollywood. You get in, in like, with me... You know, that's also, that would be more of how the sheriffs would retaliate. Because you got to look at it. There's incentives behind it. For instance, inside a prison, what they were trying to do with the with the inmates was trying to get them to take me out, right? Which is actually kill me. But, like, what they were trying to do in that sense was like, oh, well, you see, he's a snitch. And they continue with that. Oh, no, he snitches. Oh, trust me, bro. He snitches. He snitches on this, 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 this. And he's here, you know, and they do that. And then it's like, well, where's their paperwork? There's no paperwork. You know what I'm saying? So, like, in, in prison, it's like, nah, we're not, nah, fuck that, bro. But then also in prison, people seen I was fighting, like, for real, for real, and seen I was doing nothing but that. Then I started fighting for other individuals, and they're like, nah, this, he's legit, man. You know, and it wasn't really, like, a saltiness in, about that. You know, it was more of like, nah, let's, let's honor this, man. The fuck, why aren't we fighting? You know, and I, that right there, that effect fucking really got people pissed off at me, you know? Um... Because, you know, they want, the system wants people to have broken spirits. And I was, insp- I was inspiring people to live. Um, so, yeah, man. That's so out here. Yeah, it's just the same shit. You know, but I, I'm, I'm very aware of it. Like, fuck, like today, man. Like, I can, I can just go, I can go over, over and over and over again. You know, and I think a lot of people... Oh, so the incentive, I'll go back to this, the incentive for the inmates then would be like, okay, well, we'll give you 30 days off your fucking sentence, or we'll let, we'll release you a little bit free, or we'll release you early, and et cetera, et cetera, they'll give you some type of benefit, same way out here, oh, so you you don't, you don't like that guy because you think he's more powerful than you, or people think he's better than you, et cetera, et cetera, here, well, we can help each other in that situation, or the simple, hey man, we're gonna be, we're gonna get in trouble if you, if this hits the fan, we're gonna fall too. So let's let's run with this, you know. So there's a whole that, but it all goes back to the same shit. All goes to the back to the same thing. Me being unlawfully incarcerated, you know. 
I don't think people really understand like how much of a Christian I am. That's not a, I didn't put that on as a, I did, I, me being, what it, me being a Christian isn't something I'm just making up. Like I've actually actively, you know, been a Christian. Like I said, I was, I, I left a relationship so I can dive deeper into my, my servitude with Christ. And honestly, I never expected, I would, no way in hell I would have expected this, you know, but now I am. You know, now I'm serving the Lord in a way that I would have never, I couldn't have put together. I, nobody really could, besides the Lord. You know, now I'm serving, I'm serving Him faithfully. Like, you know, um, so it's, it's been a journey, man. You know, I, like I said, I walk my my head high. You know, and I don't walk in fear. You know, you know me being a Christian now. I'll talk to some other, and these are other things, and people might seem it's like it's oversharing, but it's, they just don't understand that when you walk with the Lord, the Lord really does reveal to you what's happening in your life specifically. You know, like another one, another thing that I face is people have also brought up, you know, because I actually practice celibacy, but this whole celibate, like, you know, it has to do with my faith, but I actually started doing that about 11 years ago, so that's not new. You know, like, that's not new. That's actually something. Because I wanted to live for more. You know, I wanted to live for more. And, like, me and sex. I started having sex when I was, what, 13 years old. It wasn't even my choice, dude. Like, it absolutely wasn't even my choice. But I started having sex when I was 13 years old. You know, I was exposed to the sex industry at a very early age. Um, you know, so sex hasn't ever been something that's really appeased me like that. Like, now... You know, like, this is going into a different thing. But, you know, now when it comes to sex, I need something that ignites my soul. You know, like, I was in a 16-year-old relationship in the last four years, at least. I, It wasn't there, man. It just wasn't there. You know, and it's not because, like, what she looked like physically. It was just, like, it wasn't there. Like, there was no... There's a lot going on that really... It's just, like, uh, I need to get out. You know, eventually I left, you know. You know, but anyways, the reason why I talk about the whole celibacy thing, you know, is because that, that one gets misconstrued, too. You know, people think that, oh, well, he's really hiding a deep secret. It's stupid as hell, man. He's hiding a deep secret. It's like, yo, you need to stop acting like every fucking thing I do is, is evil. It has some evil malice behind it. Holy shit. You know, like, I was talking, like, prosecutors, when they are investigating, there needs to be a law that makes them stop when there's nothing there. There has to be somebody that holds them like, yo, you need to fucking knock it off. Yo, there's nothing wrong. Like, you, you, you're, there's nothing here. You're wasting fucking resources now. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, so, but anyways, yeah, so that whole celibacy thing, like, that's, that's a real thing. You know, um, that, that's not because I'm questioning myself, like, you know, because I've also had people think that, oh, no, the reason why he, he's dead is because he's actually homosexual. I'm not homosexual. I've actually thought about being homosexual. I've even went to the point of wondering and even like like experimenting, man. Like, but I've I even thought like if I wanted to be it, you know what I'm saying? And then I'm just simply not. You know, just women are women women are fantastic, man. If you find the right one, you know, you find the right one and it's it's beautiful. You know, but in my life right now I don't I'm not really if anybody's like actually like well people are actually but like 
with C. It's like, I'm not really caught up on women right now. My focus is this journey. My focus is my purpose. My focus is on making things better, you know, and overcoming the, the evil that I'm running into. Like, you know, not to worry about, you know, the prosecutors and the angles out there. Not, it's not even, it's just a cover-up, you know. Like, I have to worry about the cover-ups of how can we angle against this guy, against a caveat, you know, that we can make look bad. You know, like, um, you know, like, like that. That's another one. That's actually, like, I think some people were trying to say that. I, I left my 16-year relationship and I fell out of love with her because I was actually attracted to men. And that's just simply not true. I loved her because she was a shitty girlfriend. That's simply it, man. Like, that's that's what it is. Of course, when you're shitty to somebody, you're going to fucking make up fucking a whole different story so people don't realize that. But I wasn't going to share it, and I still won't share it. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, just, for what it, just for what it's worth, it's simply... I left that relationship with a clear-headed, clear mind, sober heart, all of that. Like, I I knew what I was like. I'm, I'm out of this relationship, man. So prayerfully too, like I prayed on it too, like P-R-A-Y, I prayed on it. So, um, yeah, there's that. There's other parts too, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's like with me, like, you know, if somebody was to say like, oh, well, you're unlawfully incarcerated, that means you were never locked up. I've never been, I've never faced a felony before. All the trouble that I got, got into was in a different state. And that's when I was a fucking kid. You know, and when I was a kid in a different state getting in trouble like that, they actually looked at me as a kid. They didn't look at me how they're looking at people now out here. You know what I'm saying? And have been like, that's not what's happening. It's so crazy how my story, like how the Lord prepared me for all of this. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like everything that's happening, like he just, I'm, you know, the Lord knows what he's doing. And like, I'm, like I said, like, I'm no longer fighting it. You know, I'm becoming more bold and I'm just being a leader in this. You know, the other one is people, I, I've heard this and this is very stupid is, that I've heard also people try to say that, you know, I'm it's, I'm doing what's called um, culture appropriation. I've heard that. I don't hear that very often. But then I also heard people say, oh, he's trying to speak. I ain't trying to speak for nobody, dog. Do you understand? I'm speaking for myself and everybody who can relate. If you can, re- if you can relate to my story, then cool. Do you understand? I'm, that's what I'm fighting for. And it just so happens that a lot of fucking people can relate to what I'm saying, going through because I've been through it all. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's what it is. I have... I have no desire to want to be anybody else but myself. I don't. I've never faced envy before or jealousy. I just haven't. I, dudes don't make me jealous. Do you know what I'm saying? Women can't make me jealous off of trying to like another dude or some, that shit. Never don't work. Like it don't work on me. You know, just because I'm very confident and just content and serene with who I am as a person, flaws and all. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm not perfect, man, but I'm me, and that's enough. So, yeah, man, I think, you know, now this is, I'll speak more towards, you know, the, you know, my Christianity and, you know, I'm actually Mormon, you know, and, you know, in in our gospel, we teach something very specific that's very different than what people try to spin is we teach the body is blessed. We don't teach the body is actually corrupt. We teach that anybody here on earth actually chose to come here to this earth um, to choose who they will serve, either God or the devil, you know. And Jesus Christ actually said, God or mammon. He said, you cannot serve two masters, you know. You cannot serve God and mammon. So, like, when, to break that part down, 
You know what I mean? Mammon is the deity of God uh, of money. You know, and for me being a Christian growing up, I used to think for a long time, and this also anchored me not wanting to be a leader or become famous through music and all these other gifts that I have because I'm a great speaker. I can write. You know, I'm intelligent. I'm you know all of these different things. Um, actor, but I never wanted to be an actor to be honest. Um, I think it's I like I like the idea of it, but I hate I I hate being the center of attention. You know, like um. You know, and that's, an, like I said, you know, but like, uh, yeah, so, uh, Jesus, so mammon is a, is the God of money. So growing up as a Christian, it was just like, oh, so that means I'm supposed to be broke. You know, I'm supposed to be poor, you know, cause then there's also another scripture that says there, he, it is harder for, it is easier for a camel to walk through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter into heaven. So when I read that, I was like, oh, damn, that means that you don't you don't want to be that. Do you get what I'm saying? And ultimately, um, you know, so, so but then that became detrimental. And the truth of that is now, you know, like it's simply that the Lord actually promised us prosperity as we follow him. So he know he doesn't ever say that money doesn't come into your life. He says, you have to follow me so I can lead you to it. Now, to break that down into practical senses out of the rich people I have met that are fantastic. They have been individuals that have actually put the commandments together in a righteous way and worked their ways up the ladder. Now, I'm not saying that after you gain a certain amount of prestige and money and autonomy that comes with being successful and having money, you forget your roots. Because more often than not, that's what happens because now you don't have you're not in reality anymore. You're in this bubble, you know, and like, um, but yeah. You know, so that's a, that's another part that's anchored me not wanting to be a leader. So for me, it's it has never been about imposter syndrome. I don't have imposter syndrome. I know I'm very. I've always known I'm talented. I, like I said, I've always been popular my entire life. I don't mean that like in a uh, egotistical way. I just mean that just as is. Um, yeah. But it's yeah. So that's why you know. But and that's why it also like so much happened in such a diet undeniable ways it wasn't so much just like it was a mixture of things and one of the things for me was to see that show that like yo no i gave you all these gifts so you can lead and that's where i'm at now man you know talking about the system as is i have no other agenda besides like you know helping people out and that's mainly yeah it's therapeutic at the same time you know and it's interesting because it's like the Lord put me in positions to to rip the rip the batons out of the hands that are, you know, abusing the people and put them in the hands that they're supposed to be in. Do you get what I'm saying? And I think that's ultimately what I'm supposed to do as a leader, you know, and, uh, you know, just stand up and speak and use my voice and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, recently, I, and I also posted this too, because now, you know, because the other one is that, you know, people are looking, when somebody has their mind made up on you, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't. You could be fucking Jesus Christ himself. Actually, that's that's literally what happened with Jesus Christ. But Jesus Christ himself, and they're always going to find something evil about you and try to pin it on that. You know what I'm saying? So, But that doesn't mean that as a Christian or as a person that's good, and you know, you, you, that doesn't mean you stop. You continue to walk forward. You know, you continue to go through all of the bullshit. Do you know? Because you will rise. Do you know what I'm saying? Eventually, like, you know, people, I think, like with me, you know, especially the, the, the evil, that type, the people like behind the scenes, the dark, evil people's trying to set me up, that type of shit. Over and over and over again, they've been able to see that powerful testimony of my testimony. 
that Jesus Christ lives because they're the ones setting me up. Hmm. You know, like it's, you know, instead of them seeing the miracle and changing their heart and being like, damn, how about I just stop this and become a better person? That's all that, you know, that's all that is needed. So then the Lord can start blessing you. But like, it's like, how about I stop doing that? You know, they, they go deeper into it, you know, like it's weird. So, yeah, man. I think, you know, a lot of people, uh, and another reason why I don't, you know, because I, I forgive a lot of, I, for the most part, I forgive. Just that simply, yeah, for the most part, I forgive people that have gone through this. I've had, I had to separate myself from, a, from different things and, you know, um, just start my life, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I just continue and just focus on my goals and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I've become more bold. You know, I've started speaking up against people in the music industry just because, honestly, in order for the fucking profiles to stop, people need to stop profiling. It's different. It's different when you're just talking about your life and what you've gone through and shit to, as a lesson versus when you're trying to, when you're only using it to gear the youth to go out there and fucking get themselves killed. I'm not cool with that, man. I'm just not. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I've been in the pen. Like, I've seen what they do. They'll kill people before they see the judge. That's not a joke. Do you get what I'm saying? And for whatever reason, this generation has really felt like and has really sold to themselves that, you know, you can continue to kill whoever you want and just get away with it. Like, that's so fucking insane. You know? And it's like, no, you don't, man. You know, it's like, you don't, bro. The same force, the same power. Uh, this is from Albert Einstein, too. The same force, or I, I'm paraphrasing. There's a supreme creator. The same force that's freaking causing the universe to circle, and circle, the universe to, to align and for the galaxies all to kind of do their thing. That, that same thing that makes the world, self, the, the world by itself sustain itself. That same force, that's the God I'm talking about, man. He's, he's going to hold you accountable. Simply, yeah. Now, anyways, the, I didn't mean to go into a whole spill about Jesus Christ and stuff. But just let it be known, I, I am, I'm, I am definitely Christian. Um, it's not something I hide. It's just not something I, I, I don't. You don't really. You're not really supposed to put that on a banner. Now, I, I get why people are doing it, and I get it now because it's like, yo, I'm putting this to ward off the evil, so people could be like, oh, well, I'm not gonna mess with that person. Because we won't get along anyways Because I live in a lifestyle You know that Is different than theirs You know And then that's true You know And uh You know So You know But I am I am Christian I'm a Throw a Christian So Yeah man I think uh You know I'm gonna continue to walk forward in faith I'm gonna continue to walk forward with integrity you know, um, and just to put it out there, there's no, like, I have no weird shit going on. I, I simply just don't. There's a lot of weird shit. Go or me personally in my life, I don't. There's a lot of, like, different shit happening outside of me. And like I said, like, the sheriff retaliation. Like, did you check this out? The sheriff himself, I did not fucking know this. Besides him getting other people killed, um, I've always known, right, because of my story, like, I've always known the sheriff, like... Is not the best person. And then it's specific, specifically the one in Los Angeles. He's actually not only treating people, right, as enemies. He treated his own department like it. 
and then that's not even the part that's the craziest for, that I found the craziest. The part that I found craziest was that he cut the budget from his own from his own department, took one hundred twenty four million dollars to himself and attributed it to the office. That's illegal as fuck, man. That's illegal as fuck. Why do I say that? Because a lot of dark money is getting poured into politics, man. You know, and like freaking. Um, yeah, the timing of me being incarcerated, the whole the whole thing, man, like, it's just crazy. You know, it's time for change, and it's happening. So for all my supporters, my real supporters, um, people who believe in me, understand I won't never give up. For all my haters, I'm going to pray for you. And I hope you see the, hope, well, actually, hope soon, sooner rather than later, you choose common sense. Um... Like, that's how basic it is. Like, just common sense. Um, yeah. You know, I believe in a, in, a, in a better world, a better future, and I'm, I'm going to stand on that. You know, and I'll continue to speak boldly. Uh, yeah. One thing about me, and this is absolutely a, just, just, like, I am, like, what you see is what you get, like. Not what what people perceive, but I, who I am is like very transparent. I've always been that way. So, yeah. Besides that, man, my name is Douglas Jessup. I'm a social justice advocate. Uh, you know, I think I think people in the hoods really need to understand that we we are here for each other. The, that's how they that's how they win and I mean they by the powers that be and the people that don't want us to succeed that's how they win it's, they, they separate and they divide us those of us that are of color they make us look at each other like enemies um, and look make us look at each other like oh this person like there's not enough to go around there's a lot there's enough to go around dude one fucking dude owns like fucking half a trillion dollars that's literally insane one fucking person owns that much money there's a trust there's enough to go around man there's no competition there's no need to compete like just do your thing there's enough for you to go out there and, and get and get your and, and enjoy yours um another reason why i advocate you know because i'm writing a book but like one reason why i advocate the way i advocate because it's as far as like the you know especially with with the blacks right now is because it's it's just on it's just true like, like, white supremacy really does exist. You can't even break that down. Like, you know, like, what's emphasized right now is, like, there's an evil side, you know, evil white supremacy where they think all, you know, and, and you know, that goes down. Or you can look at it. It's just, it exists. <laughs> and more often, like, it, it, it really exists. It's not just an idea, you know. Um, black people really are treated differently. You know, people of color are treated differently. Um, that's a very true thing, you know, and we're treated differently off of the discrimination that is based off of the worst de depiction of who we are as, you know, as individuals or even as a society. Like, you know, are we also responsible for for that? Yeah, we like, yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, like people, of you know, are killing each other for no fucking reason. Like I'm being targeted by like informants. The informants are fucking people in Beverly Hills, man. You know what I mean? Like, they may be, 
you know, there may be people there that live there that are calling the shots, but they're not using, they're, it's not them out here. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, do you get what I mean? It's not them. Do you get what I mean? It's like, just people in the streets, just like, you know, in the hoods, like, we definitely got to come together. Stop looking at each other as fucking enemies. We're not enemies. You know, there is, we're just, we're not enemies, man. Stop being greedy is what it is. Stop fucking using vain imaginations. Like, the coolest thing to be in charge of is, like, the most popping environment. And the most popping environment is when people are thriving. That's literally it. It's not when people are fucking worried about this, worried about this. Like, hell no, that's annoying as shit, dude. Um, so yeah, there's that. I'm uh, oh I I don't uh, well because actually the courts are trying to press this too. They try to spin every fucking thing against me, dude. Uh, but yeah, I'm not a white supremacist. I'm not Illuminati. I'm not any secret society. Um, I buy rings. I like skulls. Um, just on certain places, like I think skulls look cool. I'm not part of any. There's just I'm I'm not involved in any trouble. Like and that's. That's why I was unlawfully incarcerated. If they attached it, um, if I was in trouble for anything, I wouldn't have got released. If I had, I wouldn't be able to climb and work at the places that I work at if I was guilty of something. Like that's not how this works. When a person, when you are not liked by people in power, they're gonna use anything and throw you away. And when there's nothing, they have to create something. And what's happening with me is they've been trying to create. So. Um, yeah, man. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a social justice advocate. I'm going to continue to, I'm, I'm going to continue. I'm not stopping. Uh, and I'll continue to, pretty much I'll just continue to live how I'm living, man. You know, I have a lot, like, I have my life to focus on. <laughs> and that's, like, what I'm focused on, like, with social justice advocacy and all of that, you know, I'm, I'm focused on that. Uh... Politically, too, like, it's, uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, besides that, oh, well, I was going to say politically, just po politically, it's, it's gone, we have to stand and we have to fight, man, you know, I'm, I'm actively, I'll, I'll simply say it, I, I don't stand for a monarchy, I don't. I don't stand for anarchy either. I don't. Um, I do stand for a constitution, though. The constitution is actually... The constitution itself actually, like, it protects us. The way that it was ran and then manipulated was not according to how, like, the founding fathers actually intended. Some people would argue that, but, I, again, if that person that argued it, I, we can, I can jump in that argument really quick. Um, it was actually intended for diversity... It was intended for all of us to thrive together, but then, and it wasn't intended for the separation of bond and bond servant, or bondsman and bond servant. It wasn't intended for that. Um, there was a whole nother thing that was written that was intended for that, and that's called the Wealth of Nations. People should probably read that if they want to look into it. It's a big ass book. Um, so. Yeah, besides that, my name is Douglas Jessup, social justice advocate. And, uh, man, I'll just say, you know, just pray for the world, man.
you know, and just be better to one another. You know, the good win. That's how this works. Like, the good win. So, another one is people would say, like, oh, you think he's a hero? I am who I am, man. <laughs> we have, like, that's just simply it. Yeah.